And good morning, Andy's taking the day off today. In his stead is our uh, our good friend and deck and port specialist at Lindis Construction, Luke Panic, is back with us. Luke, good morning. Good morning, Denny. I have a feeling you're probably in t-shirts and shorts today. Well, not yet. It's still a little chilly this morning. <laughs> okay, just checking because it's going to be at least here in the Twin Cities, seventy-three both today and tomorrow. So a lot of folks will be actually on their decks and maybe their three-season yep. porches as well. Certainly, there's uh, we've got a little reprieve here for uh, for the weekend. Well, let's advise our listeners if uh, if uh, they have any kind of a deck question. It can be any question, really, any kind of a home improvement question. This guy knows his stuff. He's built his own home. You got, you grew up in the construction business, did you not? Yep, yep. My my father and my grandfather were home builders, custom home builders, yep. Yeah, so the he knows his stuff. But especially if you do have a deck question or a porch, I assume, and you've answered this question before, a lot of folks have been interested in getting lenders to build them porches of all kinds, right? Yeah, uh, three season is probably the most popular, but four season ones too, where they're heated and cooled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have any kind of a question or any general home improvement question, Luke welcomes that either by phone or by text, and it's the same number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Tell you what, uh, just so we don't get backed up here, let's uh, let's grab a phone call from Tom, who's calling from Amory, I believe. Tom, you're on CCO with Luke Panic. Thank you very much. Luke, I've got a, some spalling taking place on my um, exposed uh, cinder block wall for the basement. And yesterday when I was raking leaves, I discovered that I've actually got a hole in one of the blocks now. And my question okay. is, do you think I should be using a concrete and sand mixture to try to patch that or one of the rubberized uh, patching materials? Or I would something? suggest that, yeah, the, uh, any of your big box stores will have a patching compound that will have a vinyl component to it that will be a little bit more sticky, uh, I think will work better for you. The, the, you need something that will be flexible and that'll adhere the biggest thing is getting that block clean wash all the uh have it have the block be very clean wash it off with uh with water and get any lime or powder efflorescence that might be showing up off there so that whatever you that patch material you use will will stick and luke what about uh, what about decks now i'm thinking that uh, uh, this is really a good time for planning and we've talked about this given our different seasons when you were on in years past, uh, if somebody wants to call in and say, you know, next year I want a new deck, and I'm yep. not sure what to, you know material or how big or how small or whatever, this is really a good time to uh, to get the planning stages done, right? Yeah, it is. It it, it it's. I, I recommend that this is the time you have uh, to have us out. Um, it's the time of year where I switch out my my dress shoes. And put in these tall rubber boots because a lot of times I have to walk around in some snow to get to the backyard to look at a deck site. But it 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 is the time to do uh, to to plan because of the lead times that we have. It's if you want something next summer, this is a great time to have us out and talk about it and get the ball rolling. Yeah, and again, the, the easiest number to remember is one eight hundred Leaf Guard. We'll mention that again uh, before. Uh, 
we uh, end the show today. If you're just joining us, Lou Panic is uh, with us, filling in for Andy Lindis today. And again, uh, any kind of home improvement question we'll field, but especially since Luke's on today, any uh, kind of a deck question, ports question, is welcome as well. 651-989-9226. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's, yeah, let's, let's grab another call. It's Tim or Tom in Lake Elmo. Which is it, Tim or Tom? Yeah, hi. Uh, question. Handicap ramp uh, on a deck. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you do those things? For yeah, a, yeah. You know, for a heavy Absolutely. electric wheelchair. Yeah, no, we can build um, all kinds, any kind of ramp um, for uh, decks. Uh, there's, there's, you know, when we build one as a deck, it's permanent. It'll be there for, you know, however long. There's also right. ones you can have put in that are aluminum that are temporary. So there's there's many different ways to do it. But, yeah, we can build a permanent uh, wheelchair ramp without any trouble. Does a deck have to be uh, super strong, you know, reinforced for the heaviness of the wheelchair? No. Standard deck applications, building applications, will carry the, a live load um, that's rated for any sort of wheelchair. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. You I'm bet. thinking this, uh, this weekend, Luke, is a good uh, weekend for those that maybe have, uh, they want to refinish a deck or clean it up, getting ready for winter. I mean, a wooden deck now, not necessarily a, a, a low-maintenance deck, which is a whole other topic. Uh, there's a There's got to be a uh, temperature cutoff as far as uh, cleaning, staining, uh, again, 70s today here in the Twin Cities and again tomorrow, uh, albeit a windy weekend. So that may, uh, if you're going to stain. But what is the coolest temperature you've ever seen done as far as staining goes? Well, I believe most, it depends on the product that sure. you're using, but certainly uh, you'd like to see it 45 degrees or better just so that it will um, it'll dry appropriately. I, I, I must say, I can't remember the last time I looked at a forecast of 70 degrees in November. This <laughs> <You're right. laughs> is yes. a rare yeah. opportunity uh, to absolutely um, refinish or stain a deck and also wash the synthetic ones. Um, I tell everybody to wash them spring and fall. Uh, this is a great, great day to get out the pressure washer for one yeah. last hoorah and, and uh, clean things up outside. Absolutely. Now let's do this. Let's take a quick break, inviting our listeners to join in on the conversation. Any kind of a home improvement question, especially if you want to ask questions about decks or porches, things like that, uh, give us a call or send the text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Your home improvement show brought to us by Lindis Construction. Luke Panic is with us filling in for Andy Lindis today. Luke, if you're new to the show, is... Uh, is the deck and port specialist, among other things, at Linda's Construction. We'll take any home improvement questions today, but specifically, your timing is right if you have a question about decks, porches, things like that. Tell you what, let's uh, go to the phones, Luke. Jim, I think, is calling in from Plymouth this morning. Jim, you're on with Luke. Taking my call? Mm-hmm. You bet. I I have got an alum, a welded aluminum deck, uh, uh, second level. I'm on a walkout, so the deck is up above the, the lower level. Um, full stairway, straight stairway going down to the ground. Uh, the composite decking on the frame is deteriorating to the point that it's growing mushrooms. I don't think oh, that's boy. good. 
<laughs> no. And uh, warping and 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 you know starting to bounce in a few screw locations. Um, very unusually uh, put together. I've had a couple of deck folks out to look at it, and they tell me they'll get back to me, and they don't <laughs> because I think <laughs> I have something fairly unusual here. Uh, what do you recommend for me? Well, I first of all, unless they're morel mushrooms, uh, it's not a good thing. <laughs> Uh, research that we uh aluminum framing you have and it there, there shouldn't be any issue with that it just depends on um the arrangement of the framing and and how close together the joists are so i couldn't tell you my advice unless i came out and took a look at it but we'd be happy to do that if you give our office a call send one of our deck guys out or myself and, and take a look but there shouldn't be any issue whatsoever you just need i mean aluminum framing should never decay or rot so it should be just a re uh remove the decking and put new decking on it so i don't think you should have much of a problem jim all right, Jim leaves that line open if you want to call in your question for Luke, 651-989-9226, or send the text. That's easier. Uh, you must have struck a chord with uh, someone, Luke, as far as cleaning a deck. Texter says, what's a good cleaner to clean ASIC decking? Hmm. I'm sure on um, if you go to timbertech.com, ASIC and Timbertech are the same company. You can look on their care and maintenance tab and, and see what they recommend. Um, I Just about any all-purpose composite deck cleaner from any store is going to be just fine. The, the PVC ASIC decking is extremely durable. I've, I've even had people mix their own, um, you know, you do a Google search and mis, mis, mix your own uh, cleaning solution with some dish soap and, and uh, maybe just a, a splash of bleach. Um, any number of uh, of cleaning methods works great uh, this time of year, but I don't have a specific brand to suggest that would be the best. On a low-maintenance deck like that, how about uh, pressure water? You don't obviously have to be quite as careful if you have a, as you would with a wooden deck, but pressure washer good too for a low-maintenance deck? Yeah, absolutely. I, I find the pressure washer quite satisfying. Uh, and I, it, it makes short work of it. So I, I think pressure washers are great, and the synthetic decking is extremely durable to the pressure washer. So that's a great, right. great, great way to clean the deck. Texter says, I'm building a new deck. What maintenance-free decking products do you recommend? Comes from Brent Narden Hills. Yeah, probably the most common one we use is the AZEC brand. That's the cap polymer. It's a... Uh, Anything, in my opinion, that does not contain organic sawdust or wood in it is the best. And it has the least amount of expansion and contraction. And uh, least, uh, you know, we just heard a caller call in that had mushrooms growing. Uh, mushrooms, you know, you think about that. What It needs a source to feed. And, and uh, so obviously he has some sort of organic material mixed into his decking. So that's what I like is polymer decking. Uh, another one that we're starting to carry is called millbore that's completely polyurethane. So anything that's completely synthetic is a good idea where we live. Yeah, for sure. A texter wants to know, do you need a permit to build a three-season porch on an existing deck? Yes, good question. Absolutely you do. You're changing um, the, the dynamics and the load on those footings that are there. So the biggest issue is 
is to have uh, to pull up the records. Hopefully, when the deck was built, it was permitted so that you can take a peek at uh, the size and the diameter and the spacing of the footing. Because the load that is going to be put on those uh, footings is significantly more with a uh, when you put a roof over it. So, yes, absolutely, you do need a permit, and you want to make sure that uh, uh, everything's on the up and up. What would you, uh, the, uh, the construction folks, do then if you find that the uh, footings are not sufficient to support that kind of weight? But, uh, how do you modify that? Well, sometimes it's as easy as adding footings. Uh, sometimes yeah. we need to take the old ones out and put in bigger ones. Um, we've switched recently to using completely helical screw piles. So uh, the diameter of the footing doesn't change. It's just the depth of the footing changes when you're using screw piles. You have to go a little bit deeper to get the to to get the load requirement met. Um, but we do quite a bit of that where um, people have want to convert a deck to a porch and we put in either bigger or bigger footings or more footings. Hmm. All right. Good question. Uh, by the way, if you want to phone in your question for Luke, uh, and it's the same number for the, for the text, 651-989-9226. Uh, any idea, texter says, how long wood stamped and colored concrete would last on a driveway in Minnesota? I don't think we've ever had that question. It is a good question. And in, in the biggest, and it, it the, the answer is it varies quite a bit. Um, the reason is the, the, the salt, it, it, the answer, the biggest question is how much salt is going to be on this driveway? Salt is concrete's worst enemy, um, but it would certainly be the longest lasting surface you could put down would be concrete. It's as tough as we get. And if it's maintained and sealed and, um, you know, keeping the sealer on there is an important part of it. But the uh, the salt is what's the toughest on concrete. Well, I guess uh, you, you were right. I remember getting a, um, a text message, Luke, and maybe you were even on at the same time, uh, from a concrete uh, professional who had been in the business 30-plus years said, no matter what the chloride says, don't use it. If they say, this salt <laughs> is safe for don't put any salt yeah. on your walk or your driveway because it's it really can damage it. So what do you do instead? I think he at least, in fact, I've read this before, uh, you know, sand, some kind of other uh, grit yep. to, uh, to, yep. to put down instead of that. Have you done that? Yeah, I have. Um, you know, I it, it, keeping it clean. I mean, shoveling it, keeping cleaned off right away is your biggest yeah. friend. Um, the other thing that helps if you're going to put in new concrete is to color it a dark color. One of the things that helps is if that concrete is a dark color, it will warm up uh, like asphalt, and it'll make it easier to and uh, the Ice will loosen up easier. The just the standard gray concrete seems to freeze up the worst. Boy, yeah. So it's 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 tough, especially when it's really slippery. I mean, you want to get rid of it yeah. as soon as you can, but it's it's, it's a tough call. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Texter says this: Your thoughts about building a year-round greenhouse on an existing deck? Have you ever done that? I. I I would love to. I have not done it. Um, I would love to do that. I'd love to garden. Um, I, there are, it certainly is possible. They make um, lots of different uh, 
plastic materials that are that are insulated to some degree that allow the sun and contain heat to some extent. I've never I've never done that for somebody, but I've certainly seen them around the Twin Cities where people have greenhouses uh, or even a almost like a detached gazebo that's just a part of the deck that has that. Uh, but I've never I've never done it, but I think it'd be a great idea. Oh, I'd love to have one. So would my wife mm-hmm. love to have uh, that extended season out there for sure. Yep. Tell you what, let's do this. Uh, take a break. We need to look at that forecast, that warm but windy forecast. We have another half hour of the show to go. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, uh, we're zeroing in on uh, decks and porches specifically, but it doesn't have to be that kind of a question for Luke Panic. Uh, call us or text us. Uh, don't wait. Sometimes we run out of time here before Luke can answer all the questions. So 651-989-9226. You want to call and chat or you want to send a text? That is the same number. We'll take this break here on News Talk 830-WCCO. And welcome back to our home improvement show. Andy uh, Linda's taking the day off today. Our friend Luke Panic is uh, filling in. So any kind of a home improvement question you want to talk to Luke about, call it in or text it in. Uh, Luke is also zeroing in on... Uh, uh, decks or porches, if you have a question about the, those two items, or both for that matter. Call it in or text it in, same number, 651-989-9226. Uh, Luke, let's go back to the phones. I think Ron is calling in from Circle Pines this morning. Ron, you're on CCO with Luke. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I have a three-season uh, sunroom and want to insulate it. Uh, the floor joists are easy to get to, um, so I figured to insulate that and cover with plywood. The walls are uh, mostly window with sheetrock. The ceiling is pine boards, and the outside is cement board siding. How would you go about insulating that? Well, we would need to insulate the wall cavities either from the interior or the exterior. So your your choices sounds like to pull off uh, tongue groove pine or to pour uh, or to pull off the siding. Uh, that's how you'd access the walls. Same thing with the the rafter cavities. Is the is the ceiling vaulted, Ron? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, so that's going to be real important that you that you insulate that well. I don't know what. Do you recall the rafter that was used for the framing of the of the roof? No, it was built before I moved. Before you so, you got moved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if if there's, I would say, less than, if a lot of times rooms like that have a 2x6 rafter. Um, if it is anything less than a 2x10, you're going to want to spray that with urethane foam. Because okay. oftentimes, if, if you're heating and cooling that and you just put some fiberglass in there, you're going to lose an excessive amount of heat. And and uh, you're going to have ice, you're going to have icicles showing up like, you know, it'll be beautiful, but you'll have more icicles than you want. So that the ceiling is the most important thing that you insulate properly, and I would recommend that that gets spray foam. So you can take the you have to take shingles off and the plywood, or you need to take the ceiling off from the inside. Your choice, but that's how that should be done properly. All right, good deal. Thank you for the call, and uh, that leaves the line open six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Uh, or send a text. That's the same number, 651-989-9226. Luke Panic in for Andy Lindis today. Oh, we've got a lot of text messages uh, that we should uh, try to get through here before you take your leave today. Um, here's one. It says, I have a cedar deck that is about 7 to 10 years old with no product ever applied. 
What product do you recommend to clean and then protect it? Hmm. Well, uh, my friend Denny can speak on this. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, the, the products from, from Penafin, I think, are the best, uh, both the cleaners and the, uh, the brightener conditioner they sell is a powder you mix and, and uh, wash the deck. But truthfully, any, any deck brightener, wood brightener conditioner is, 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 is probably fine from any local hardware store. Um, and then the penafin again is what I usually recommend just because of its, its ability to penetrate the wood and sink in. It doesn't sit on the top. Uh, so, so it doesn't need to be, uh, redone. And when it is redone, uh, as often that is, it's, it's just easier to recoat. Is that what you, would oh, yeah. you agree? Oh, there's no, with, with penafin, you're absolutely right. But I have a question about since this cedar deck, seven to 10 years old, it has never been uh there's no product ever been applied to it do you think mm-hmm. uh, a cleaner brightener conditioner is sufficient or would you even sand that deck even though it has never had a product on it what do you think well i think it would depend on how bad it is uh, yeah, but true. really all you're trying to do is is get the the sun will have decayed the the, the gray the gray color that's on this likely is just a a thin layer of decay that the sun has done. So a lot of times that's, it's, that's really all that's needed. If it's, if it's, if it's real porous and there's deep mold and, and you know, that doesn't clean it off, then yeah, you can sand it. But I, I would try just cleaning it first. Okay, yeah. Good idea. Wow. 651-989-9226. If you want to call or text your home improvement question for Luke Panic from Linda's construction. Here's one. Uh, says, hi, Luke. We live in northern Illinois and are installing new uh, Tempur-Tec ASIC decking to replace rotten cedar on our back deck. We selected it based on the good things I've heard on the show. Hmm. Question is, good. the contractor says they install all winter and probably won't build ours until late November or December. Uh, is that going to be a problem? Again, this is uh, northern Illinois area. Sure. Well, uh, same thing applies to us here. The temperatures are something that need to be considered when you're installing them. When you're installing uh, synthetic materials or wood, for that matter, when it's real cold, you just have to allow that that board is going to grow uh, when it warms up. Uh, expansion and contraction uh, is something that needs to be considered. So if, if I was to install a deck in the in the cold temperature, I would just allow for some room for that to grow. So I wouldn't put the cuts tight on the decking. I would allow probably a good quarter inch for that uh, deck board to grow a little bit. Same with the skirting and, and the trim pieces around the edge so that they can expand a little bit because that, that's the only concern that you have. But there's no compromise in quality or integrity by building in you know November. Not a, not a problem. All right. That's good to know. And thank you for that text, our listeners in northern Illinois. Uh, cedar decking question. Seems like there are various grades, types of cedar decking. What is the most durable between red cedar, western cedar, eastern cedar, etc.? Texter wants to know, Luke. That I couldn't tell you exactly. Uh, I'm mostly familiar with western red cedar. Um, I don't, t- to my knowledge, the significant difference between the durability of woods is how old the tree was. Um, and I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm, I, this is, I'm 51% certain the, so I'm not a, a biologist and I can't 
say this, but the back in the day when, when I find old redwood decks and old cedar decks that were built in the late 70s and early 80s that are still good, it's because they came from a lot bigger, more mature trees. Today's cedar it comes from usually smaller trees that have grown faster. And so I think that that's probably the biggest difference in the integrity of the wood is how big a tree it came from. You know, you brought to, to my attention uh, a while ago, a couple months, maybe it was during the summer, uh, which still intrigues me. It was a kind of wood we, we were thinking, instead of uh, low maintenance, you told us about uh, this special kind of, uh, well, you explain what kind of wood we were talking about when you came over. Well, th- what we're talking about is called kiln-dried treated pine. Oh, yes. And what's, yeah, what's different about it is uh, traditionally it's no, it's treated with the same products that the uh, regular treated pine would be that you buy from a store. It's just had one step in addition done to it. It's had the, all the treating material and the moisture in there removed through the process of being dried in a kiln. So it doesn't shrink after you install it because it's already been shrinked, if you will. And, and so it's a much more stable wood to build with. We, we use that exclusively at Lindus. We use that for not only the decking if we want to do a wood deck, but we also use it for all of our decks with framing because it doesn't shrink and crack and move after we build the deck. And so it, it's a really uh, a, a big, important uh, um, advance that uh, they've made in treated wood. Uh, I'm actually using it on my deck up here at the cabin because uh, I think it, it looks nice. It's real rustic and um, and uh, it doesn't shrink and crack and warp like traditional treated wood. It's good to know. And, and it, you can you treat it like we were just talking about penofen and brightener conditioner. You can use the same yeah. products on that, right? Yeah, absolutely you can. And and because it's been kiln dried, you can do it, you know, soon. I mean, you don't have oh, to right wait to, for uh, Yeah, you don't have to wait for it to shrink and crack and warp and then seal it. The the uh, the reality of it is is that you you're not you're putting that uh, coating on there to protect the UV rating or you know to 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 help it to not turn gray. You're not doing it. You don't need to do it to preserve the wood. You just need to do it if you want to keep it nice and and new looking. Um, so it's it's significantly less maintenance than cedar. Uh, and doesn't require it to prevent it from decaying. It's warranted to last, you know, 30 years wow. without rotting or decaying, whether you seal it or not. So I, I like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough, good, it's a great product. Very intriguing. 651-989-9226. I'm, I'm not sure. We've never had a question like this. And, uh, well, I'm just going to read it because I, I don't know if there's an answer here. How much would it cost to heat a driveway, sidewalk, and steps for Minnesota winters? <laughs> That's a good question, and it depends on the size of the driveway. Um, and it takes a lot of energy to yes. to heat and cool. In fact, it's um, it's not permitted in a lot of areas. So before you even do that, you got to make sure that it's something that is doable. Um, but yeah, not not an inex- certainly nice, uh, but not not a cheap process. No, I would think it takes a lot of energy for that. Uh, okay, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. That's the phone number. That's the text number. If you want to call and chat with Luke, that's fine. Or send a text. Here's one that says, "Hello, Luke. I bought my home in 2012 
Many of my windows won't stay open. I have to prop them open with sticks. I believe there is something wrong with the balances. I've watched do-it-yourself videos to fix the issue, but cannot find any balances that look like mine. Do I call a window company to fix this? I, w- I would say call Lindis. Well, it, it, if you there's a chance if you can figure out there's a lot of off-brand windows that have been installed over the years. And mm-hmm. the hardest part sometimes is figuring out what brand of window that you have. If you can figure that out, uh, and, and the company's still in business, you may be able to get them serviced or replace the balancing systems. But a lot, there's, I mean, for every one good double hung window out there, there's 10 that are junk. So there's a, that's most, one of the first things that fails is the balancing system that lifts them up and down. So we could come out and certainly take a look at the window. We will probably have to replace a window. I doubt we will be able to repair it. Right. That's my thinking, too. All right, Luke, uh, hang on. We'll take a break here. We have a little more show to come here. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, specifically you have a deck question, porch question, any other kind of home improvement question for Luke Panic, bring it to us by phone or by text. It's the same number, 651-989-9226. And welcome back to our home improvement show. We are around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our good friends at Lindus Construction, L-A-N-D-U-S, our good friend Luke Panic, their deck and port specialist at Lindis, among other things, is helping you out today. Uh, any kind of a home improvement question, specifically if you have one about decks, decking, porches, call us or text us, 651-989-9226. Uh, I was going to ask you, and Luke, you don't have to answer, but you built your own home, and which I, I was totally impressed after you told me this a few times. Is there anything... I'm sure your wife may have something to say about it, too. But is there anything you said, doggone it, we should have done it this way instead of that way with any particular uh, room or or uh, do it? I don't want to say regrets, but uh, would you have changed anything? It's a great question. And I've lived in a few homes. So I think, uh, I mean, I think we've lived in our, this is our fourth or maybe our fifth home. And one mm. of the things that, you know, you learn a lot every time you live in a house. You know, I wish this was here. I wish this, you know. Oh, yeah. We really enjoy our house. The one thing for sure that we regret, two, I'll say two things. Number one is that we didn't make our laundry room big enough. It's deceiving how far washer and dryers, especially front loaders, stick out into a room and how much space you really need in front of them. And mm-hmm. so we had, to rearrange, we had to rearrange our laundry room after the house was built. Give yourself lots of room in front of a front-loading um, washer and dryer. The other thing is that I wish we would have put a laundry tub in somewhere. We've got a couple of dogs, and once in a while we got to wash something real muddy and boys. So I wish we would have put a laundry tub in the house. Outside of that, we're we're to this day we're still delighted with with our house. So that's a great well, that's, question, actually. But it's it's a pretty good to have just uh, those those items uh, that you would have wished uh, they were corrected. Laundry tubs are great if you got them. Yeah. Really yeah. a good idea. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got a bunch of text messages before we run out of time. Let's get to them. Uh, good morning. This one says, we just replaced some boards on our deck, power washed it, sealed it with penifin, but even with the color uh, in the sealer, there is a definite contrast in the older boards and new ones. And the question is, they said, uh, can you paint it to even out, even it out, or will time make it blend? Any advice? Thank you. I think time will definitely help the sins of uneven paint. 
and the new versus the old. But I, it's not something that'll be perfect, and that's just got to be happy with the character of Wood. That's, that's, that's right. It's that simple. Let's go to the phones. Bob in Plymouth, I think, is first up here calling in. Bob, you are on with Luke Panic. Yeah, Luke, I got a quick question. We got a stucco house. And I've got about a 10-foot section wall in the kitchen. Is there any way to insulate that wall? Because the cupboards get real cold in the winter. Good. Is there an attic right above it? Oh, Oh, uh uh-huh. No, it's two-story. Okay. So to insulate that wall, how how most companies would do that is to drill holes in the stucco and blow in cellulose from the outside um, and do what's called a dense pack. Uh, that That is the only way that I would know they'd be able to do that. Is is it an older home? What, when? I, th- yeah, I think it was, he's... It was built in 1982. Okay, so it's recently built. So it's it's surprising that it's that cold. I wonder if there's something else going on. Because in 1982, that house should be here should be insulated. I mean, it should have fiberglass blanket in the wall cavity. Um, you might have us out. We're doing a free, uh, we're doing free heat maps. For, when we get a, if you have us out on a cold day, we can use our infrared imaging and see if there's a specific spot in the wall, perhaps that's missing insulation or maybe get a feel for what's going on. There's not a cantilever there on the house at all. Is there? Um, not on that wall. No. That wall, okay. That's oftentimes a cold area of if, if any of the joist cantilever. But it's tough to say. Yes, it can be insulated. Yes, you will see where they had the drill holes and patch the holes. Uh, okay. But tough, 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 tough one, tough one to get to. Stucco's a, a stinker for that. We have uh, time uh, for a quick call from another Bob. This one in Eden Prairie. Bob, what's your uh, question for Luke? Um, redoing my basement. Uh, the previous owners. Uh, Kind of uh, didn't do the mounting of the electrical boxes correctly on the ceiling joist. I wanted to know uh, what's the proper uh, mounting of those electrical boxes for light fixtures. Well, the only difference is light fixtures are pretty standard for a basement. You don't you're not putting poly on the ceiling, so it doesn't have to have that uh, rubber gasket around it. The only thing you need to be careful of is if you're going to put a ceiling fan in any areas, that box needs to be a fan-rated electrical box. It's just a little more durable, and I think they even use a heavier nail that you nail it in. But um, other than that, any of the round uh, light fixture boxes should be fine. Should be fine. All right, very good. And we have a couple minutes to go here, Luke. Uh, Let's see. Tech says this deck floor is pressure-treated, 10 years old. The rungs are cedar, new in August. Pressure washed in September. We'll sell the home this coming spring. What should be done, if anything, next year? Also, the, the neighbor has mulberry fruit that falls on a part of the deck, besides. <laughs> I can't speak to mulberry. I shouldn't have heard of it. I don't. What's a mulberry? Is it like a blueberry? I'm sure, yeah, it's it's uh, just a berry. I'm sure he complains about it staining the deck. I presume. Sure. Yeah. Well, I would I would give it a I would give it a bath in the spring again. I'd wash it one more time, and then I'd put a I'd give it a let it dry out, and then put a, a fresh coat of sealer on it, 
so that it looks shiny and uh, ready to go for the listing. Texter says this, I have a cement floor on an unheated sunroom with lots of windows. What are my options to cover the floor? It's a sunroom. Well, if I wanted to warm it up, you could certainly put some uh, heated tile. Um, you put an electric, it's basically a mat that goes down into the uh, into the thin set, and you could heat it with tile. Um, if heating is not important, you could put down any sort of uh, flooring. The luxury vinyl plank would is great for that application that goes down well on concrete um, as well. So that, that would be my two recommendations for that type of room. I have a little over 60 seconds to go, Luke, and you mentioned uh, that uh, that uh, heat test or that uh, the special test. I know that uh, Lindis is offering 50% off labor on the gutters and the windows and GAF shingles as well, plus that heat map test. Uh, how, how do we get in touch with you guys? Yeah, just give us a call, and uh, we'll come out and set up a, an appointment to analyze the house as, as best we can to figure out how, what kind of energy loss or or a lot of times we'll you know we'll come out and say man your house is is doing great you know so it isn't always bad news a lot of times we tell people hey this area is great this area uh, you don't need to do anything and sometimes uh, it's just specific areas and sometimes it's a complete redo so uh, but we're happy to come out and and give you good advice on it very good 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the easiest number to remember get online at lindisconstruction.com luke always a pleasure Hope to see you down the road a piece here a little bit. All right. Take care, Denny. Thank you very much. Luke Panic, Deck and Port Specialist at Lindis Construction. Yeah, give him a call uh, this coming week, 1-800-LEAFGUARD, whatever you may need.